Oh yeah, right. Plastic crackers. Yes, right, okay. <laughs> Mummy, why is this turkey? Why are we eating this turkey, Mummy? Yeah, last Christmas. Mummy? Mummy, why are we eating this turkey? It's cold outside and it's starting to snow. The car dies by and it's Christmas Day. Dad's going out of presents. Mum's cooking turkey. It was about fucking time that a turkey had its say. And you're listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And it's time right now for the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. And who do we have in the studio today? Hello, are you there? My name is Otis Rodding. Who are you, Otis? Please explain. I'm uh, a drunk punk rocker originally from Nova Scotia, Antigonish, Nova Scotia. From the band Drunk Tank. From the band Drunk Tank and formerly System Shit. And you're here live on the Nardwater Human Serviette Radio Show with a whole bunch of tunes to play on the Nardwater Human Serviette Radio Show. And it all goes back pretty much to me bumping into you at Faceplant Studio in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. This is very much true. Uh, actually, you interviewed my roommates, or good friends' roommates, uh, in the early 90s, 91, I think, the Dunderheads. And I met you around then, because I hung around uh, the sub around when they were being interviewed, I believe. My memory is a bit hazy. But uh, yeah, we ran into each other at Brent's place at uh, Faceplant and uh, started talking and then Facebooking. And we started bonding over secret terms that only a few people know. For instance, if I say killdozer, you say... Hamburger murder. <laughs> yes! You call that hamburger? I can make better hamburger with my... <laughs> Asshole! <gasps> and also, if you say the word, I chopped down the palm tree and it landed on... Oh, his head. His back. His back, his back. Neil Young, the last song, last trip to Tulsa. Yes. So you know the secret codes. We exchange yes. the secret codes. Yes. I wonder if Neil Young knows about Killdozer. Neil Young and... Oh, 
Oh, we got a uh, technical malfunction. No, actually, it wasn't a. It wasn't a technical malfunction. It was a. <laughs> it was what we could say a a, a prelude to what probably oh. what's going to be happening. It was. It was. It was, it was hint, all planned. It was hinting to me what we should actually talk about. What do we have coming up on an Ardwar Human Survey Radio Show here today? And what did we just hear right off the top there? Well, like that was uh, when in living in Antigonish, Nova Scotia, you couldn't just go out as town of five thousand. You couldn't go out, uh, and I was like twelve or thirteen when I got into punk bands and stuff you couldn't go out to you know a record store and buy that kind of stuff luckily a friend at a local college radio station had a maximum rock and roll an old one and i was able to get contacts to send away for compilations and uh i met this guy from germany and he kept sending me comps and then i would use those and make my own compilations and uh my friend Jameson showed up at my house the other day and reminded me of this song that was on a compilation that miraculously he has the cassette of that I made back in 1982 or 3 or something. So, And they're called Virus, and the song is called The Turkey. And that began an Ardwar to Human Serviette radio show. And we're going to play a whole bunch of tunes that you've brought in again. Again, we're here live with Otis. Otis from Drunk Tank on an Ardwar to Human Serviette radio show. But to set the scene, is because not only are there tunes, there's also some enrichment stories to go along with the tunes. Could we begin right now with Kurt Cobain, please, just to set the stage for today? Well, that that's a very brief story, uh, because uh, that was, uh, I believe, the town pump, and it was right, I was living in Victoria and came over to Vancouver, and it was right before uh, Nevermind came out. And uh, I think the gig was Tad headlining. Tad, Nirvana yeah. as the middle band, and the opener was local band The Bombshells. I don't remember The Bombshells, but yeah, Tad, I do remember, and yeah. Yeah, that makes total sense to me. But uh, I just remember this blonde guy, because at the time, there were a lot of people uh, were indulging in things that make you stay up all night. And uh, he was looking for some of that and drinking rum and coke. And uh, I really didn't know who he was. And then years later, I heard uh, working in the kitchen in Victoria with my friend Sean Mashman, um, uh, somebody had the Nevermind cassette and... And history was made, I guess. So, were you over to see Tad? What were you doing at the town pump that night? And what did Kurt do? He came up to you because you looked like some guy that could deliver some excitement. Yeah, I I was probably 120 pounds and had uh, <laughs> dark circles under my eyes, so maybe I looked the part. <laughs> And you were at the gig, so you went over from Victoria to Vancouver to go check them out? Uh, no, I went over to Vancouver to visit my friend, Chris uh, Ganesh, who I did a benefit for, uh, or helped with uh, Chadwick and uh, uh, Wendy 13 and a lot of people, Bishop's Green, All Out Panic, Spree Killers, and my band Drunk Tank all chipped in and did a benefit for him because he was in a horrible car accident. And that's how we met. Because you were practicing the night we before at Faceplant. So lastly, back to the town pump. Were you actually at the town pump then? You were actually at the gig? Yes, yes. I was actually at the town pump, not knowing what I was going to see or who they were. And it, it was very un, unmonumental to me. <laughs> I really didn't know too much about them or uh, anybody. Other than you kind of helped them out a little bit. Well, I didn't end up helping them out. He was just asking. <laughs> And right now, I'd like to ask you, what do we have coming up right now? Well, this is also, well, uh, 
going back to the homemade cassettes that I or the cassettes that I was sent. Uh, this was one of them, uh, and I found them via YouTube. Uh, I've been looking for them for years because in '95 I had the what we what we called the great tape theft. These guys came in and stole hundreds of my cassettes. Uh, they're called Grooftrausen, and they're from Austria. And uh, yeah, they were on this compilation. And uh, here's uh, two songs by them, uh, followed by I think uh, Raw Power and uh, perhaps some humans. I don't know. On the Nardwar the Humans Serviette Radio Show, here's Grooftrausen.
in. You're still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show with special guest DJ Otis Rodding. Otis, what did we just hear right there? Well, that was the UK subhumans. Yeah, subhumans. Uh, nothing I can do from uh, the day the country died. And before that, the Italian band Raw Power. Uh, can I say that? Yes, go ahead. Fuck authority. And uh, the Austrian band, Groove Trousen, uh, two times of uh, heaven. And before, the, or sorry, reversed. Murder and Von Gestern and heaven before that. Anything you want to say about Groove Trousen? Um, not so much really, aside from that. I just, they, they just really, out of a comp of like, I don't know how many international bands, uh, they just stuck out. And uh, I remember them from when I was 13. And finding them on YouTube was a real treat because I couldn't find them anywhere, and nobody knew who they were when I kept asking them. And I and I have some really uh, geeky record collector friends too that didn't know who they were, so <laughs> it was cool finding them. And then we heard some raw power. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Italian band. Raw Did you ever power. see them? Because they've done some tours. Well, uh, not the Italian raw power. I haven't. No. Then we are the subhumans, not to be confused with the UK subs, and you took a little Bellingham excursion to go see the UK subs, Otis? Yes, yes, indeed I did. It was pretty cool. Uh, They had played Seattle, um, and uh, we got wind at the Dunderdome uh, that uh, they'd be playing Bellingham. And uh, a place called Speedio Tubs, I still have the poster, a little gig poster, it's pink. And uh, we drove up there in my friend Johnny Dunderhead's little tiny Toyota or whatever it was, and uh, we couldn't find it. We just, like, we went into Bellingham proper first time ever there, and we drove everywhere, asked everyone. We couldn't find it. And it turned out, eventually, we did find it. It was pouring rain, and it wasn't actually in Bellingham so much as, like, off the road, off the highway or, you know, freeway. And uh, we got there. It was totally dead. Like, there was nobody there except for this nervous-looking promoter and uh, the bar staff. And uh, they had advertised 50-cent pints, so we were all for that. And um, we just sat around. Uh, my friends started playing pool, and I looked over in the corner, and I saw this guy sitting there with his head down, drinking a beer in the back in the dark. And he was the only other punk-looking fellow there and, uh, you know, one of the only people there. And so I walked up and said hello, and it was Charlie Harper. And uh, you know, I told him we came from Canada, and da 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 da. And he's like, "You drove all the way from Canada for this?" And I'm like, "Yeah, you know." And uh, the, the it never filled up. So uh, you know, eventually some of my friends uh, got their courage up and came over and started drinking with us. But uh, for the most part, I sat there with them, gulping it down while their opening band, uh, Johnny Bravo played which was like some members of the subs and um when he finally did get on stage with the uk subs right before he left uh to do sound or to tune up or whatever he said well it doesn't look like anybody's going to show up that knows like there were a few rednecks that you know went there regularly probably probably and uh, it doesn't look like too many people are going to show up so we'll just play whatever you want if we know it we'll play it so they were like our jukebox for the night so it was really cool at Speedio Tubs, the UK subs. At Speedio Tubs, almost sort of rhymes. Yes, there you go, the subs at O-Tubs. And adventures for you are nothing new, are they, Otis? Uh, I've had some weird 
mishaps and <laughs> freak occurrences. Especially sexual relations, asexual relations. We have some asexuals coming up, and yes. you have some sexual relations coming up. Well, John, uh, what, a cast... Who cast? were the asexuals, for people that don't know? Well, the asexuals were uh, a Montreal band, uh, released several singles, and an album called Be What You Want, and a uh, great Canadian band. And um, the lead singer, I, th- I believe the lead singer, John Kastner, uh, formed the Doughboys after that. And um, when I was living in Montreal, the asexuals at that point in time were history. Of, and the Doughboys, Doughboys were just starting out or had just started out. And my friend was working at uh, a McGill radio station, college radio station like this. And she had uh, a ticket uh, to go see this private secret show. And um, I went by myself because um, she couldn't go. And it was in this warehouse in old Montreal, this teardown warehouse. And uh, it was a record release party for Men Without Hats, which was really strange. But what was stranger was the uh, opening bands, uh, which was Voivod and the Doughboys opening for Men Without Hats, which was a very strange combination. It was this huge warehouse. There was quite a few people there, hundreds of them, actually. And uh, they had bathtubs with the old legs on them filled with ice and beer and little things of champagne and all that, which was great because it was free. But they only had one bathroom. So like, there was this huge lineup to get into the bathroom that would take you up to like 45 minutes to get into. So everyone was peeing off the stairs and whatnot. Eventually the cops raided it. And I ran out with everybody else. And uh, eventually that night ended up hooking up with this uh, Parisian fire breather. She used to be a street performer. And she she actually demonstrated it to me. She broke, uh, breathed fire for me. Yeah. Over which body part? Um, no body part, thankfully. <laughs> but she did do it in her kitchen, which was pretty freaky. You know, I had seen Kiss, but I'd never seen it live. So <laughs> that was pretty nuts. So men without hats, asexuals, and fire breathing. Pretty much, yeah. That's a pretty weird night, you know. And the cops, of course, you know, busting down the place was pretty freaky. So, <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty weird night. But, uh, yeah. And coming up right now, what do we have? Some partisans. Yes, one of my favorite bands. Uh, I can't say enough good things about them. Um, Most people know their first album. This is off, uh, I I believe, their second. The first half is live, and the second side is studio songs, new studio songs, with a bit more production, I guess. Uh, You know, the, the guitars are a bit more layered. And this is a song called uh, The Money Rolls In. And I really like it. It's got a great hook. And uh, We're also going to hear some Stiff Little Fingers, too. Yes. Which I was amazed to find out also came out in Yugoslavia. They were released in Yugoslavia. Really? Yeah, you can get a Yugoslavian issue of The Stiff Little Fingers, one of their LPs. I think that was incredible. Yugoslavia. Wow. No sleep till Yugoslavia. <laughs> and we're going to hear Bloody Sunday by them, which I understand you wrote the other night. <laughs> by accident. Because you also played a band Drunk Tank, and you yeah. subconsciously wrote that song because it's so good. Yeah, well, my, my buddy Pete and I were screwing around with chords and uh, trying to come up with songs. And uh, that song starts in E minor, goes to B minor, A, and then A major and D major. And uh, we were just screwing around. We realized, oh, shit, this is the... 
one of the songs we were intending to cover that sounds exactly like it. So we just, you know, started playing it. And, and it, it's such a great song. What I like about it is the two guitars in it. You know, it's a, they're, they're such a great two-guitar band because you got that riff going on the lead guitar and that rhythm that just comes crunching in, like sort of like The Clash on Police and Thieves, you know, where Strummer comes in and hits that chord coming up, you know, that crunch chord. So I love that song. So here we go on the Nerdward Human Serviette radio show. Going to hear some Stiff Little Fingers, Bloody Sunday, The Partisans, but right now going to begin with some sexual, asexual, asexuals, Contra Rebel on the Nerdward Human Serviette radio show with special guest DJ Otis Yawadding.
By the way
and you're still listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show with special guest DJ Otis Rotting. Otis, I just cut off one of your favorite songs ever. What was going to happen at the end there? And what did we just hear? And what did I just cut off the very end? It was a fade out. It was okay, yeah. so I cut out a fade out. Yeah, it's not a big. Deal. What do you think of fade outs? Are you a fan of no, fade outs? No, I really dislike them. Um, with all my past bands, uh, there have been a couple songs where producers or engineers sort of uh, Brad. Uh, oh, I should give a shout out to Brad Doom East Fan, who produced uh, my band's latest stuff. But uh, band members have said, uh, you know, uh, maybe we should fade this out, fade that out, you know. And I, I, I'm just always dead set against it. I like endings like it's live you know well i certainly cut it off right there on our board of human serviette radio show with a track <laughs> you otis brought in we heard stiff little fingers bloody sunday and before that what did we hear we heard the partisans the money rolls in uh which is off their second album i believe uh first side live and we began with the asexuals yes which we told a story about about the strange gig I went to, and uh, yeah, Be What You Want is uh, the album that's from. And you love the blues, don't you? I am a huge fan of the blues. Uh, ever since, uh, well, that's how I got the nickname Otis, basically. Uh, well, that's why people started calling me that instead of my previous nickname. Uh, they started calling me Otis because uh, I would routinely um, go to parties and, uh, you know, say Discharge or something, or Dead Kennedys were playing. And um, I would, oh, thanks, Nardwar. <laughs> I would um, speak directly into the mic. I would invariably come up halfway through the party, piss drunk, and uh, throw on something from the 20s or the 30s blues related. So I have a pretty large uh, collection. of. You don't discriminate against genres then? Not at all. Although you do discriminate against Alice Cooper? Uh, well... I like Alice Cooper a lot. Actually, I love him. I, the original band, Alice Cooper. Not so much the solo stuff. After, you know, Welcome to My Nightmare and the, that horrible 80s stuff, he lost me. But I like Killers, you know, all that stuff I love. But uh, we went to see them. Um, well, we went, didn't go to see him, um, but uh, news leaked out in Halifax in, I think, 88, 87, maybe 86. It was the rock and roll Motorhead tour at that Motorhead would be opening for Alice Cooper. And uh, in Halifax, we still had a pretty small punk rock scene, but, you know, there was a fair bit of us, and, you know, we were, you know, putting on our own shows and stuff, and uh, there were bands like System Overload, False Security, and uh, Killer Clams, and my band Exile with Alex Alto. Did you ever see early Sarah McLaughlin at all? Uh, I remember her being around, but no. I in the slam pit? Uh, no, no. I don't remember her being. She was in, in a band, October pit. Crisis, at that yeah, time. Yeah, right? she's on, she's on the compilation of the Fog uh, with her band. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. But, back to Nova Scotia. But yeah. But back to that uh, shit. What were we talking about? Getting ready for Motorhead. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we all ran and bought tickets for the show, and I think the whole scene. We used to hang out at this place called Backstreet Amusements slash Backstreet Imports. Big shout out to them, or to that place, and all my friends there. Um, and uh, we gathered up, I think, the first two or three rows. And it was at this place called the Metro Center, which was quite large. 
and uh, vacuous, and uh, we loved it. Motorhead were great. Uh, um, they were fresh off the rock and roll album slash Orgasmatron. It come out a year before that, I think. And um, I even have an Orgasmatron tattoo, my only tattoo to commemorate the occasion. Um, but uh, yeah, we, we were like standing on our seats going crazy. And then Alice, after they finished, Alice came on. And I kind of regret this now because I do like Alice Cooper. But uh, we all, being young, snotty punks, walked out. And it, Alice was just like befuddled because he's looking and all of a sudden the first three front rows are all leaving. Are you sure he noticed? Oh, yeah. He definitely noticed. Yeah. We were like, I mean, there was no barrier. You know, I mean, there was just a space. They didn't have a barrier. How did you there. guys afford the first three rows? Oh, was this general floor? Uh, yeah, we were on the floor, and it was sort of first come, first serve. I think I paid $25 for my ticket. Yeah, so it wasn't that expensive. But when you left, didn't the other people fill in the spaces? Yes, immediately. But he still noticed that. Yeah, he noticed all these. Well, because, I mean, you know, how are you not going to notice, like, all these punk rockers and skinheads, like, being there and then a song or two into it getting up and leaving, you know, right in front of your face. So, yeah, he he definitely took note and he was a little befuddled. But immediately all these headbangers came in and and took over the seats. So I'm sure the rest of the show rocked. And I, I regret missing it, actually. You don't discriminate against Alice Cooper anymore. You don't discriminate against the blues. And you got a bunch of blues tunes coming up here. Blind Willie McTell, some Fred McDowell, even some Bob Dylan we uh, have ready to go here. Huge Bob Dylan And fan. speaking of the blues and roots music, you bumped into a legendary practitioner of the blues of the electric variety, didn't you? Well, he's certainly a ripoff artist because uh, he never credited any of the people he stole songs from. But yeah, um, we were in Montreal. Uh, Montreal back then was kind of weird. It was the late 80s, early 90s, and there was a bar that's still there called Fafoon Electric. And uh, right beside it used to be, I don't know if it's still that way, but it used to be a vacant lot with these cement blocks right on uh, St. Catharines, and we used to call it the blocks, and we used to hang out there and sit there. And... Um, the Montreal punks at the time were kind of, <laughs> some of them, like the, the, the real Quebecois, you know, Montrealers, uh, French cats were uh, the, pretty pretty neat to look at because the BFGs in Toronto sort of had this road warrior look, you know, where they'd put uh, a hockey pad shoulder on their leather jacket or something, you know, and just sort of had the Mad Max kind of look. That's the band, a bunch of fucking goofs. Yes, that is correct. Uh, but these Montreal punks took it to a whole new level. I, I remember seeing some of them. They had these weird goggles on, and they, they didn't have hockey pads on one shoulder. They had full-on spray-painted football shoulder pads, you know? So it was pretty crazy. They were really over the top. But we were drinking on the blocks, and some some French uh, friend of mine, uh, Quebecois friend of mine, came out and he said, uh, the Robert Plant, uh, the Zeppelin, the Led Zeppelin guy, is he's inside. And it was the afternoon. And uh, we didn't think he was, didn't know what he we didn't think he knew what he was talking about, you know. And, uh, but we decided to go in, or I went in with a friend of mine. And there was this big table. And uh, sure enough, this guy at the very end of the table with long, curly, blonde locks and it was all full of drinks and everything. We just sort of stood back because it was pretty much empty because it was the afternoon. And uh, 
all these people kept bringing trays and trays of drinks to him, and the few people that were there were buying him drinks. And uh, my introduction to him was uh, after about 10 minutes of watching, I just sort of walked over in my punk rock garb and said, uh, you're Robert Plant or something like that. And uh, so uh, he's like, yeah, mate. And I'm like, so why why is everyone buying you drinks? Shouldn't you be buying everybody else drinks? You know? And uh, immediately after that, he, he just, you know, there was a pause of silence. You know, his roadies and his handlers didn't know what to make of it. And it was, you know, this awkward pause. And then he started laughing and he pulled out a stool and, you know, I, I took it and sat down. He started buying drinks for us and a few other people. And uh, he was actually a really nice guy. And then my friend who staggered in up the stairs who was pissed drunk, uh, just as we were leaving, sort of put his arm drunkenly around him and said, uh, Hey, Bob, do you want to go stiff some glue with me? <laughs> and I got to give it to Robert Plant. He didn't, didn't uh, miss a beat. He just said, uh, No, thanks. Not today, mate. Next time. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Boom! Did you mention punk at all to Robert Plant? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, he, he was quite aware that we were in a punk rock bar, you know. Uh, Fafoons is pretty legendary. And uh, I asked him what he thought of punk rock, and he said that, uh, you know, some of the after-hours clubs in the late 70s that he would go to and bands like The Pistols and, you know, stuff like uh, The Clash and people like that would show up. Keith Moon would be there, of course. Okay, the... the the name of the After Hours Club is on the tip of my tongue, but I can't remember. But uh, I don't think he was a big fan. No, no. He was just, he was playing up the street, St. Catharines at the Spectrum. And I just think he was, you know, went to the biggest bar that was down the road. And did he end up giving you money too? Um, yes, yes. <laughs> now we left that part out. What <laughs> happened there? Uh, well, that, that, that was uh, my friend, actually, that instigated that whole thing. So uh, that was just a few bucks. It was nothing made. What happened? Ex- please explain. You're with Robert Plant? <laughs> <laughs> well, we were all leaving, and uh, my friend, who had asked him to sniff glue, <laughs> um, uh, said, so, you know, can you spare some change? Can you spare some money? Uh, you know, and uh, I, he, he, he was paying on a, an American Express, and I don't think he had any money on him but somebody gave my friend money so it was 27 dollars 27 dollars almost 30 bucks so we and went, some beers uh we went to the depanyar to get some beers but you had beer as well with robert plant yes yeah and right now what do we have coming up some bro- blind willie mctell anything you want to add about blind willie mctell well blind minute bl- bl- blind willie mctell is one of my favorite uh 12 string blues players and uh you know he was blind but uh, very prolific. He didn't record for a very long time. He died quite young. And uh, also, actually, I think maybe before that, we have the Mississippi Sheiks. Yeah, I was going to say, we're going to have Blind William McTell, some Fred McDowell, and we're going to begin with the Mississippi Sheiks. That, but yeah. What about Fred McDowell that we're going to hear, too? Well, this Fred McDowell song, Fred McDowell uh, originally started recording in the uh, late 30s, early 40s acoustic stuff. And then during the sort of coffee house revival of the folk boom, you know, that uh, spawned Dylan and Joan Baez and Phil Oaks and all those people, you know, Dave Van Ronk. Um, a lot people like him and Big Bill Brunsey came back and... Uh, uh, Fred McDowell, in particular, uh, was a favorite of Keith Richards, 
uh, from the Stones, and uh, he started playing electric. But this is actually acoustic. It's a short song, and uh, it's him backed by uh, a couple uh, gospel singers, and it's just uh, done, you know, recorded quite crudely. I think by maybe Alan Lomax or John Lomax. I'm not sure. But we're going to begin with the Mississippi Sheiks from 1927? 1927, yes. Anything you want to add about them? Well, um, not too much aside from the fact that people who like blues and old uh, music like that should really check them out. Uh, Dylan covered this particular song, Bob Dylan, on uh, his 1992 or 93 album of all uh, covers of blues and folk songs called World Gone Wrong. And this, in fact... This song is called World Gone Wrong, and it's by the Mississippi Sheiks. On a Nardwarty Human Serviette radio show with special guest DJ Otis Rodding. Strange things have happened that never before. My baby told me I would have to go. I can't be good no more. Once like I did before. I can't be good, baby. Honey, because the world's gone wrong. Feel bad this morning. Ain't got no home. No use of worrying, cause the world's gone wrong. I can't be good no more, once like I did before. I can't be good, baby, honey, because the world's gone wrong. I told you, baby, red to your hair. If I didn't leave you, I would have to kill you then. I can't be good no more. One like I did before. I can't be good, baby. Honey, because the world's gone wrong. I tried to be loving and treat you kind. But it seems that now I ain't got no love in mind. I can't be good no more, once like I did before. I can't be good, baby, honey, because it was gone wrong. If you have a woman and she don't be kind, Pray to the good Lord to get her off your mind. I can't be good no more, once like I did before. I can't be good, baby, honey, because the world's gone wrong. Then when you've been good now, can't do no more. Just tell them kindly, there is a front door. I can't be good no more, once like I did before. I can't be good, baby, I ain't because the world's gone wrong. 
If you're the real hot mama, drive away, daddy's weep and spell. I won't be back no more, baby. guest tonight, uh, truly uh, a legend of the music world, and we're very, very happy and delighted that he's doing our program. This is Otis Rodding. Welcome to the Nardwarty Human Serviette Radio Show. Welcome back. Being introduced by David Letterman, A too. special little foreshadowing. What are we going to hear coming up now on the Nardwarty Human Serviette Radio Show? A little foreshadowing there. Yeah, indeed. This is from 1984, and as most of my friends know, I'm a ridiculously huge Bob Dylan fan, but... An also really love punk rock and oi and etc etc uh but uh, this is dylan um he i have a bootleg uh three cds of him jamming with a punk rock band that some people might know we're on the repo man soundtrack covering pablo picasso named the plugs with a Z. and uh Dylan uh, befriended some of them and had them up to his Malibu place and recorded some demos and stuff with them. And then when he was asked to do the Letterman show, he usually didn't do talk shows or anything. He refused to talk. He, he was allowed to play three songs throughout the whole show. Um, but uh, right before they were due to go on, uh, he said to the plugs, uh, let's do Don't Start Me Talking. You know, you know the New York Dolls, don't you? And they all said yes. And uh, this uh, song, by originally by Sonny Boy Williamson, is on the uh, second New York Dolls album. So they all knew it, but they hadn't rehearsed it. So they went on stage and they did it, their first song. So 
That's what you'll be hearing. That's what we'll be hearing. Speaking of Dylan stuff, there's some Dylan that we can't hear and there's some that we can hear. And you have a lot that we can't hear because you have a lot, a lot of bootlegs. What was that bootleg you have that has like the stones and Dylan together? Well, that's really neat. It's it's uh, Ronnie Wood and Keith Richards and Dylan uh, sitting in uh, Ronnie Wood's New York uh, apartment uh, the day before Live Aid in 1985. And uh, you can hear Dylan like asking people to run out and get them a pint of rum and you can hear them bitching about fellow musicians and stuff it's just all recorded on a cassette tape and uh you know and and they rehearse the three songs that they do and they that sounds all right you know unfortunately uh, the live aid performance was terrible because uh they were busy setting up the finale or finale behind the curtain so they didn't have monitors and were playing out in front and dylan broke a string and Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. But the uh, bootleg itself is pretty interesting to listen to. And right now we have coming up again the plugs with Bob Dylan. Indeed. And we're going to hear a couple other things in there as well. Going to hear something by the Blood. Yes, the Blood. One of the greatest oi punk rock, almost semi metal bands to come out of England uh, from the album False Gestures for a Devious Public. And we're going to hear some Drunk Tank, a double shot of Drunk Tank. Yes, this is uh, actually a shameless uh, self-promotion. Um, my band, Drunk Tank, we just, uh, these are rough mixes. We just finished them. Uh, two songs, one uh, is called Skeleton Dance, I believe. And uh, the other one is called Deviant Bitch. And uh, yeah. That's uh, pretty much it. So here we go. Bob Dylan and the plugs, then the blood, and in a double shot of Drunk Tank featuring Otis. Rotting. Guest DJ here on CITR. Here's Bob Dylan and the plugs. This is his latest album entitled Infidels, a fine piece of work. Please welcome Bob Dylan. <laughs> Everything I know You 
Mr. Dillon and the band, you will be back. Um, perhaps two more songs? Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm almost sure it's going to happen. We'll be right back, folks. Take a look at this.
And you're still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show with special guest DJ Otis Rodding. And Otis, what have we been hearing today on the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show? Your band! Yes, that was my band. It's a rough mix uh, produced by uh, Brad from Doom East Van. Big shout out to him for being very patient with us and giving us a lot of time. And before that, we heard? Uh, before that, we heard The Blood, I believe. Uh, from False Gestures for Devious Public, Degenerate is the name of the song. Very catchy, very cool. And Steve Dunderhead actually uh, introduced me to that record. And we're going to be having some Dunderheads coming up as well on the Nardward Human Serviette Radio Show. Yes, this is who are the Dunderheads for people that don't know. That's how I sort of know you, the Dunderheads. Yeah, that's sort of how we got introduced, or vaguely, you know. He, sh- he, you know, uh, down the road. Um, but yeah, the Dunderheads were roommates of mine at one time, very good friends. And uh, they played a few shows. And uh, it's Mark Mayer, uh, Steve Dunderhead, Johnny Dunderhead. And uh, I think the bass player's name was Emmanuel. I'm not sure. But uh, this, uh, we don't have time to play as much as I would like. But uh, Mark Mayer was kind enough to send me links to this. And uh, this is a song that they wrote that's sung by Steve Dunderhead called it Anxiety. Now, speaking of the Dunderheads, they were involved in an incident relating to the TV show To Serve and Protect. Please refresh the people. What was <laughs> To Serve and Protect? <laughs> to Serve and Protect was Canada's version of Cops, basically. And uh, I think that was almost around the same time as your interview with them, Nard. Um, but uh, Nard more the human serviette. Um, but yeah, they were partying at the Dunderdome and, uh, my then girlfriend and I, uh, were hiding in the basement, paranoid because we had just, uh, been introduced to BC Bud and we weren't used to that. Um, and the rest of them were upstairs drinking their asses off and, uh, rocking, uh, I don't know, Venom, I think. And, uh, you know, with the old foot on the coffee table and swishing your head around, you know, going back to high school. And uh, they, somebody called the cops, and lo and behold, the film crew showed up, and uh, they got uh, in a little bit of a scuffle with them because they wanted to come in, and they wouldn't let them in. And, uh, and then as they were leaving, finally, I think uh, Steve Dunderhead put on uh, the Foreskin song, uh, ACAB, All Cops Are Bastards, really loud. <laughs> Did that actually end up airing on TV? I think it did, but it only aired, I think, once, and I can't find anybody with a VHS copy of it, unfortunately. We're also going to hear some system shit and some piggy. Yes, system shit is probably one of the longest-running D-Rock, my buddy, uh, also in Drunk Tank, uh, started the band in 1987 in Halifax, Nova Scotia, and they've been going strong ever since. When he moved out to Vancouver, he tried to resurrect the band, and while we made some okay recordings, we played some disastrously drunken shows. But uh, this is one of the recordings. The Dunderheads, System Shit, then some Piggy we're going to try to jam in as well. Thank you, Ron Reyes, for the Piggy LP. Yes, Ron, you are a prince. Anything about Ron Reyes and Piggy? 
Not on vocals, Rob. Not on vocals. Ron, not on vocals. No, no. This is Izzy on uh, vocals and uh, Lisa on bass, Ron on guitar, and Craig on drums. And we're also going to try to put in some Bishop's Green, too, if time will allow. Yes, because those guys really helped me out for the Chris Ganish benefit. And uh, uh, Greg is an old friend, and they're one of my favorite bands in Vancouver. And thank you for coming out to the Nerdware to Human Serviette radio show here today, Otis Rodding. Really appreciate it. We exchanged over 147 Facebook messages amongst each other. Incredible. Thank you for all the planning. Amazing. Well, it's not incredible to my friends. They all know I'm way too prolific. <laughs> and I'd like to give you a little gift here for coming out to the Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show. Maybe you could tell the people what is being bestowed upon you right now for coming out to the Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show. Oh, he knows what I like. Only it's D-O-A-L. D-O-A-L. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> In honor of D-O-A, who are playing... Next Friday. Oh, are they? At the rickshaw I in thought, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. I thought Canada. they just did their 50 millionth retirement show. No, a gig next Friday, and that's from DOA Ale for you, Otis. Oh. Thank you for all the music, and behalf on the listeners, too. Thank you for all the great tunes coming up on the Nardware Human Survey Show. Thank you. Thank you for little, having me. we got a little chunk here again. So, the Dunderheads, System Shit, then a bit of Piggy, and hopefully some Bishop's Green on the Nardware Human Survey Radio Show. Anything else you want to add to the people out there at all, Otis? Just a shout-out to all my friends uh, from Nova Scotia. Goshen to Montreal to here. Take care. Do 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 do.
the meat factory I peel potatoes and pops Bring those salami, that's a good boy, Johnny Why you talk down at the pawn shop? Wild Shepherd's not good enough for you My old friend would suck just like dirt to you What's a poor girl like me? Jurassic Park, I better run alone. 